This is episode 43 of Everyday Wellness, The Other Side of the Hospital Bed. I'm Dr. Kelly Donahue, clinical health psychologist and mind-body coach, here with my co-host, Cynthia Thurlow, nurse practitioner and functional nutritionist. We have over 25 years of combined experience in wellness, nutrition, coaching, and nursing. Our goal at Everyday Wellness is to share easy strategies to help as many people as possible become healthier. You can help us obtain this goal by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. The process really does take just a few minutes, and it allows listeners who are searching for a high-quality health and wellness podcast to find us. We are so grateful that you are here and for taking time to leave us a review. Now, let's get started. Welcome to Everyday Wellness. Wellness is the result of the decisions that you make every day. It's your mindset and the thoughts you believe. Wellness is the food you put in your body and the relationship you have with yourself and others. Wellness is your work and meaning. Join us on Everyday Wellness as we explore ways that you can choose wellness today. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a solo edition of Everyday Wellness. Cynthia and I are going to talk about something that is very important to both of us and that has sort of been um, refocused on in the very recent past. As many of you know, Cynthia was in the hospital due to a series of (laughs) gut issues, which we'll get into. Um, But we really wanted to use this as an opportunity to shine a light on the importance of gut health, how having a healthy gut allowed her to move through this experience with much more ease than she would have had if she would not have had such excellent gut health going in, and what she's doing to restore gut health. So with that, Cynthia, can you just (laughs) give us a a very brief synopsis of what you've been through in the past month or so? Yeah, so very humbling to be a healthcare provider and then be a patient. I could do a whole series on that alone. I've been trying to keep a journal just to kind of remind myself of the whole process. But the easiest way to explain it is I came, we came back from vacation and 48 hours later, I was admitted to the hospital with initially um, a ruptured appendix. And then I had something called pancolitis, which is a fancy way of saying the entire length of my colon was inflamed. And the standard question I get is why wasn't your appendix taken out that night? And the sad reality is that I was too sick. Um, If they had taken my appendix that night, I very likely would have lost the entire length of my colon. And we all need our colon. So um, the surgeon and I were completely on board with trying to do everything in our power to ensure that did not happen. Um, Subsequent to that, I then developed a small bowel obstruction, which is kind of crummy luck, which means my small bowel decided to go to sleep. Um, And so I went... 13 days, 14 days without food. Um, They did have to ultimately start giving me some IV nutrition because I was essentially starving. Um, Not having a lot of reserve uh, in terms of weight, um, even going one week was pretty detrimental. Um, But I had a really great team. I'm really grateful I had an incredible team um, who helped me, you know, not only survive, but 
um, thrive after discharge. But there were two other things that occurred during my hospitalization, which kind of put a monkey in the wrench, if you if you will, in terms of getting out sooner. You know, I was given a lot of powerful antibiotics, antifungals as well, because they were really trying to hit this infection really hard so that I could make it out of the hospital and let my gut rest before I was able to have surgery. And um, the first thing was happened is that I developed abscesses in my peritoneum, which is your abdominal cavity, which can be pretty serious because IV antibiotics and antifungals can't penetrate the cell wall of the abscess. So they had to put a special drain into my abdomen. Um, again, grateful for a really talented interventional radiologist who was able to do that. It's a pretty complicated procedure. Um, and then after the abscess is resolved, now I have fistulas, which are tunnels. Um, so I have communication between my um, appendix and my cecum, which is the large intestine. So the long story short is that my really good health before I went into the hospital is likely what allowed me to um, make it out of the hospital without requiring emergency surgery, for which I'm quite grateful. Um, we talk a lot about the impact of antibiotics and antifungals and antimicrobials in general on our gut health. And so all of the work that I've been doing since I've been home, other than eating what is considered to be a low residue diet, and I'll tell you more about that in a second, um, completely the antithesis of how I normally eat, um, is that you have to go back to basics. And so um, you start adding in probiotics. So I'm on two different kinds of probiotics. Um, I have some other things that are coming in the mail to me that will work on rebuilding the gut microbiome and then starting to introduce probiotic rich foods. And that's really the start. That's as much as I'm tolerating at this point in time. The only thing I'm taking is my thyroid medication and then um, dosing probiotics kind of around the clock and really trying to very diligently um, reestablish the healthy gut bacteria that, that are not there because they were completely wiped out. We know antibiotics aren't selective. They kill the healthy and the non-beneficial bacteria that doesn't belong. Um, so it's, it's a lot of self-care and um, just recognizing that if you look at statistics, um, I read a statistic that it can be anywhere from 18 months to two to four years if your gut microbiome has been decimated like mine oh, has been. Oh my gosh. And so I'm going to proactively do everything I can to reestablish what should be there because you really are at risk for developing autoimmune issues if you are not really proactive. So about 20 years ago, I was treated for Lyme with a month, a month of antibiotics. I always say I'm grateful I was treated and caught early. Um, but about six months after that, I didn't know any better. I developed psoriasis. And so I've already had an autoimmune issue. I don't want a second. Mm. Um, and mine is completely in remission right now. So, um, you know, really being proactive about this is a huge focus of my energies. Um, so those are great questions, but I, I know that you had some other ones, but yeah, that's, that's really what I'm focused on. And if anyone's listening and you've been on antibiotics for a long period of time, I encourage you to, you know, talk to your healthcare provider. I was grateful that um, my gastroenterology team was literally giving me probiotics almost immediately and talking to me about probiotic rich foods. So they were already like really on top of it. Um, but anyway, that's, that's in a nutshell what I went through in 13 days in the hospital and um, having surgery next month to remove my appendix, if, if not sooner. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know a better word to describe it. It, is it crazy. just seems like, you know, it was one thing after the other. Mm -hmm. Like a domino effect. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, after you had told me a little bit about what was going on, maybe halfway into your hospitalization, mm -hmm. I started Googling things mm -hmm. to try to figure out like, what is going on here? Yeah. And all of those things that you talk about were mentioned in both the anecdotal stories and some of the research articles, the case summaries that I was mm -hmm. reading as like obscure things, yeah. right? Like yeah. things that may happen, but the likelihood was very small. So correct. Yeah, correct. It just seemed like they all, like you said, it was kind of like dominoes and they yeah. just piled together. Well, and, and what's funny is, so um, if anyone follows me on social media, you know that I've been back to interventional radiology twice since I was discharged, each time hoping they'd pull my drain. Um, and the interventional radiologist, who has a very dry sense of humor, when I saw him last week, was like, well, of course you have an abscess. And of course you have your abscesses are, and you know, they're gone. But of course now you have a fistula because you're a healthcare provider. And this is just what happens. And I just looked at him. I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> um, I was like, I just want this drain out. Um, and so that's the ongoing joke because I have this drain um, that I try really hard to camouflage as much as possible. But, you know. You know, it's like anything. I haven't been able to watch my wash my abdomen since I've been home. I have to wrap it in saran wrap, which I don't <laughs> love that concept, but it's, it's the only luck. way to keep it a little bit drier. It always gets wet every time I'm in the shower. Um, but the, the running joke is, will I be going to TEDx to give my talk with a ruptured appendix and a drain? So that is kind of like the big question. I know I will go with the ruptured appendix. I'm hoping I will not have the drain in for my talk because I'll have to camouflage it somehow. Hmm. Good thing fanny packs are coming back in style. Oh, no, I think I, I've, already, I've already told them, I'm like, we're going to have to come up with some way to remove the bandage and cap this thing off because there's just no way. I'm yeah. like, because the running joke is that I, I had to find a dress. And so I was out shopping and someone commented on how much, because I was sharing this on social media. They're like, oh, what a cool purse. And I was like, you realize that's my drain. And they're like, I'm trying to make a joke. I was like, oh, I just wanted you to know that's not a purse. That was a drain. <laughs> <laughs> they saw it in the pictures. And I was oh, like, oh, wow. funny. <laughs> funny, well, funny. Going back to what you said about your team prescribing mm -hmm. and giving you probiotics mm -hmm. already, I think it's awesome that they are so on top of that. And, you know, yes. I think that at some level, we know. Do you find yourself struggling to get a good night's sleep? If so, you may be dealing with a hidden mineral deficiency. It is not at all uncommon in perimenopause and menopause to deal with sleep challenges. And we know that one of many contributory reasons for poor sleep can be a reduction in specific minerals that help regulate sleep quality, including magnesium, which is involved in GABA, which is our body's main calming neurotransmitter. We also know that we need potassium to create melatonin. And this is a hormone that is a master antioxidant, but is also utilized to help induce sleep. We also think about things like zinc, which can balance excitatory neurotransmitters like glutamate. And if it's overactive, meaning if your glutamate levels are too high, it can prevent your brain from becoming more relaxed and inducing sleep. And lastly, selenium increases both our deep sleep and sleep duration. All these minerals matter a lot for sleep and any imbalances or deficits can have a major impact on the quality of sleep you get each night. And that's why I love Beam Minerals. They offer a full spectrum mineral supplement that gives you every essential mineral your body needs in the right doses, all in a highly absorbable liquid form. All you do is take a shot of bean minerals about an hour before bed. Don't worry, it tastes like water. And you'll replenish all of your body's minerals in about 30 seconds and give your brain what it needs for deep restorative sleep. 
I've been using this product over the last several months. I've really been impressed with the improvement in my sleep metrics, which I like to share on social media with my followers. And if you want a simple way to improve your sleep, head over to www.bminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. That's www.bminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. At some point, we've all been sold a big fat lie. It's called the protein misconception. So starting in the 1980s, we all believed that more protein equated to more muscle growth. And I'm here to tell you it's a big misconception. This has a great deal to do that our body can only absorb protein that's broken down into smaller building blocks called amino acids. It doesn't matter if you're consuming 30 grams of protein or 300 grams of protein. If you don't have a sufficient supply of enzymes to digest the protein, your muscles will ultimately be unable to use these as vital building blocks. That's why it's crucial you take a high-quality digestive enzyme. The one I trust and use myself is called Masszymes by Bioptimizers. Masszymes is a full-spectrum enzyme formula with more protease than any other commercially available product. With five different forms of protease. Plus, it contains all the other key enzymes you need for optimal digestion. If you're experiencing bloating, gas, or digestive distress, a contributing factor can be that your body is no longer producing as much digestive enzymes. And you can try Masszymes today risk free. They have a 365 day full money back guarantee and is the gold standard in the industry. Go to biooptimizers.com slash Cynthia. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash Cynthia and use promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off of any order. Again, that's promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off any order. The antibiotics can wipe out bacteria. That's what they're designed to do. But I Mm -hmm. don't think that we necessarily understand that they can wipe out everything, like everything, even though you have worked hard to repopulate your Mm -hmm. gut over the years and had a healthy gut going in that it really, it's like starting from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you know, you think about it, it kills off the healthy bacteria in your mouth. It kills off the healthy bacteria in your gut. Hopefully this is not TMI. I'm sure most women are listening to this, but your vagina as well. And so, you know, you really have to be like super proactive. And I didn't miss any doses. I was really, you know, three times a day, I'd hook up this IV and get this antibiotic and taking antifungals by mouth. And, uh, you know, you just kind of say, I don't want to run the risk of losing part of my digestive system, Mm. other than the appendix. Um, But just recognizing how important it is to just kind of stay the course. And I had to turn my brain off, like my cousin who's a physician came to stay with me before my mom could. And the first thing she said to me when I objected to having what is called total parental nutrition. um, And for anyone that's listening, I say this with great respect. I have a hard time consuming things that I know are full of soy for multiple reasons, largely because it's genetically modified and highly inflammatory. Guess what TPN is made primarily of? I'm guessing soy. 
Yes. <laughs> How Hamer was the registered dietitian when I looked at her and said, are there any organic options? And she was like, I get that question a lot, but no. And, and my cousin looked at me and said, I want you to turn your brain off. You're going to starve to death yeah. if you don't get this. And within about 24 to 36 hours, my brain started to kind of kick back in again. Um, and so I had to kind of turn my nutritionist and pea brain off and acknowledge that I needed to focus on the greater good. So yeah. if anyone is listening, TPN is full of soy. Soy is not something I normally consume. However, under these circumstances, I had to make an exception. Well, we're talking about survival, right? Yeah, A lot exactly. of things we talk about on here are really thriving. So how right. you go from existing to taking it up a notch and really living your optimal health and life. Um, but in this situation, it was about surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, in my nature, I'm very inquisitive, ask a lot of questions and mm-hmm. had to turn it off. What I find also very ironic is I lost about a pound of muscle mass each day I was in the hospital. So when I left the hospital, I was much smaller than I should be. And so the irony is about half the physicians I was interacting with told me I needed to drink and shore mm. or eat lots of ice cream. Mm. And I just very politely nodded my head and left. And, you know, my mother and I then giggled. And then the other half of my physicians said, we really want you to concentrate on healthy fats, for which I was incredibly wow. grateful that I had physicians that were 100% on board with, you know, me consuming as clean of a diet as I normally do. Um, Obviously, a low residue diet for anyone that's not familiar with that term, it's a low fiber diet, which is a typical standard American diet. That's what most Americans eat. They eat very nutrient depleted food. Mm -hmm. Um, And so our normal diets, and I include Kelly in this and our families, is that we tend to eat a good amount of fiber. And so it's very, very hard to understand that you can't have raw vegetables. You really can't have most fruits. Um, so I've been eating a lot of meat and that's actually what I'm craving. Mm. But I was so grateful that my gastroenterologist, again, in particular, was telling me, I want you to start pushing the fermented foods. I want you to drink kombucha. You know, you can liberalize your fat grams. You know, you don't even need to worry. You can just eat an avocado if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just trying to exist in that space and not feel like I sound completely crazy, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat a bunch of processed garbage. I really want to eat real food. That's what my body wants. Um, But yeah, very humbling. That's all I can say is an incredibly humbling experience for sure. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing now to repopulate the gut. So you're on this low residue diet. Mm -hmm. What probiotic rich foods or prebiotic foods are you able to eat now? Um, so right now I'm really focused on probiotics. So I'm taking Megaspore, which is a spore-based probiotic. I have another probiotic that's coming in the mail. Um, it took a little bit of research to figure out which probiotic strains I want to be focused on given the... Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. It combines cutting-edge technology and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different types of nutrition, stress exercise, sleep, and where you are in your menstrual cycle in real time. And by pairing a continuous glucose monitor with their app and expert nutritional guidance, NutriSense can help you reach your health goals. And the best part is it's not just a program where they send you the CGM and you have to figure it out on your own. Each subscription plan includes one month of free expert nutritionist support. Your nutritionist will work with you one-on-one interpreting your data 
and providing customized advice to help you reach your health goals. The last time I had my CGM on, my registered dietitian and I troubleshooted over some specific concerns that I had. And whether you're aiming to lose weight, stabilize your energy, or just feel better overall, NutriSense offers the guidance and support you need. And lasting sustainable change takes time and can be achieved through a longer term subscription. That's why I encourage my patients and clients to consider three, six, or 12-month subscriptions where it's actually less expensive and allows you to not only achieve your goals, but also to ensure that you stick to your healthy lifestyle for the long term. As I've mentioned before, I have found the CGMs I have used through NutriSense to be incredibly insightful, specifically to carbohydrate tolerance. I would not have known that plantains spiked my blood sugar without this information. It's also been hugely helpful for tailoring to workouts and sleep quality. And so for me, even though I am metabolically healthy, I find the insights to be particularly helpful to tailor my lifestyle changes to my blood sugar. Visit NutriSense.io slash EWP and use the code EWP for $30 off plus one month of free nutritionist support. Be sure to let them know you're a listener of the Everyday Wellness Podcast when they ask you how you heard about them. This is one of my favorite ways to take care of my health and one of my top recommendations for all of my patients and clients. A great deal about our focus on everyday wellness is on supporting gut health. And one of my new favorite ways to recommend to family and friends and even clients is to consider colostrum. And so Equip Foods has an amazing product that helps to improve immunity and gut health and recovery. And each scoop contains grass-fed, pasture-raised, antibiotic-free colostrum. And if you're wondering what colostrum is, it's a nutritional powerhouse that serves as the first source of nutrition for mammals in nature. It's been shown to enhance immune function, gut health, and recovery with vital nutrients such as lactoferrin, growth factors, and proline-rich polypeptides. Colostrum is a natural milk-like fluid produced by mammals immediately following delivery of the newborn. And while colostrum is a dairy product, it does not contain milk or lactose. So most people with lactose intolerance usually find colostrum very easily digestible and beneficial to gut health. You can use one scoop a day. You can mix it in things like coffee or mix it in shakes or even yogurt or even some of your baked food recipes. As I mentioned, has a lot of health benefits, including research demonstrating the improvement in a reduction in inflammation, promoting good gut flora, and supporting restoring leaky gut to normal permeability. And what I love best is that Equip Foods is very ethically focused. Their cows are humanely raised and ethically treated, and cows produce an excess of colostrum when nursing. So only after their babies get what they need are they able to source the excess colostrum for use in their products. There is three grams of colostrum in each scoop, and one serving in comparison to main competitors has just one gram. And research demonstrates that this dose of three grams actually promotes more benefits to gut health, immune function, recovery, and vitality. So if you'd love to take care of your health, you can go to www.equipfoods.com slash Cynthia20 to get 20% off your first order. That's www.equip.com. 
equpfoods.com slash Cynthia20. You definitely want to check this out. Insult to my gut. Um, so those are coming. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the research that you read, you know, it's a lot of lactobacillus, a lot of bifido. So I have a, a Clara Labs product I'm taking right now, but the one that's coming will be better, you know, focused on repopulating um, the gut terrain. I mean, I'm enjoying kraut. Um, mm-hmm. So as I've been in- slowly increasing the fiber, I can't do it too quickly because my gut lets me know that it's, it's <laughs> not happy with me. Um, I've been trying to have a couple tablespoons of kraut every day. Um, I really like wild brine. They've got lots of flavors. I seem to gravitate towards dill pickle right now. That's the one that I like. Um, I've been having kombucha every day. I mean, I would say those are the things I'm tolerating. I've had some water kefir. Um, Because I'm dairy-free, that limits. But I've also been having a clean coconut milk yogurt. Coconut Collaborative makes a great coconut milk yogurt. And obviously that gives you some lactobacillus and bifido as well. Um, so that's really what I've been trying to incorporate. The hardest thing is I don't I don't really want to eat yogurt right now. I don't really have a strong de- desire to drink kombucha, but I'm just really diligently ensuring that I'm getting those things into my diet every day because there's just so much benefit. And I know one of the products that's coming is a stronger product. It's by Orthomolecular. It's SBI Protect. I prescribe it quite a bit for my clients. Um, but I'm going to be kind of high dosing myself. I'm going to be taking um, two scoops of that a day in an effort to kind of get on top of, you know, what's been done. I mean, I, my hope is that because we started all of this pretty quickly, my hope is that, you know, we can, you know, repopulate the gut terrain a whole lot faster than if I wasn't doing any of these things. And, you know, the other pieces, because I've had multiple people asking me, you know, we know what it happens when we're in, on antibiotics. Um, it kind of devastates, you know, the the microorganisms that reside in our vagina. So I've been doing borax suppositories, which reestablish the pH of the vagina. And so that has been amazing um, because that was a huge concern. I was like, that's a whole other issue I don't want to have. So I just mm-hmm. offer that. If anyone needs to go on probiotics, you can find borax suppositories. Obviously, you do them in your vagina. You don't ingest them. That would be poisonous. So one of the things that I really love that you said is that you're, you're really listening to your body. So Mm -hmm. we know that we need to repopulate the gut, but we also know that that can't be forced. Correct. Yeah. So I think it's really important for people to understand that too, and to really be able to get in touch with, with that, that listening to your body helps you to understand not only what to take in, but at what pace to introduce Mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the other piece is when you listen to your body, like I was telling Kelly, I've been taking like naps almost every day and sleeping nine or 10 hours a night, which I'm all about sleep, but this is like deep sleep. I haven't woken up once really deep sleep. Clearly my body needs the sleep. So part of that is just acknowledging, like, if you're tired, you got to rest and, you know, if you have to take a nap, you take a nap. Um, you know, you don't get a badge of honor for not sleeping, not resting. And, you know, my body right now is, you know, still recovering from being in the hospital. You know, my surgeon said each day in the hospital is about a week. Wow. Um, so from my perspective, we're really talking about May. I have a lot of people asking if I've gone to the gym. Um, and to be completely transparent, the last day I worked out was the 16th of February, which for anyone knows me, I don't take time off from the gym unless I'm on vacation. (laughs) So um, part of listening to my body is that I'm not forcing anything. You know, I'm walking. I I can't walk my dogs, but I walk a lot um, and I feel good doing that. And, 
you know, I may go back and do like a private uh, bar class. You know, I've spoken to the owners of the place that I go to and they've offered to do a private class just because at this point in time, I just don't have a strong desire to do a lot of sweating, which is not my norm. Um, I really just want to honor my body and acknowledge it's been through a lot and know that if I do something that overtaxes it, I can, you know, detrimentally impact my recovery. So yeah, definitely not a direction we want to go. No, no. (laughs) So we wanted to talk a little bit about this gut health today, because Mm -hmm. we are, um, we've also interviewed some guests who have talked about the importance of gut health. So we'll be sprinkling this in. And as always, if you have questions for Cynthia, reach out and let us know. And uh, we'll continue with another update uh, as to how you're doing and gut health in the near future. Thank you. And to everyone who's messaged me, sent me messages either by email or um, voice texting or over social media, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, your support and your messages really brightened everyone that I read, really brightened my day. There, there were definitely, there was a solid one day during my hospitalization where I felt really sorry for myself and then I snapped out of it. But those kinds of messages really brightened my day. And so it, it meant quite a bit. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more about Cynthia and her work at chtwellness.com. And you can find out more about Kelly and her work at everydaytherapist.com. In addition, if you have questions for us or topics you'd like us to address, please email us at everydaywellnesspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.